Genre. Welcome again to Back to the Future Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze the movie Back to the Future Part 3, one DeLorean pushing minute at a time. I'm Scott Corelli. <laughs> I'm Nick Jimenez and the news. <laughs> <laughs> and joining us again, uh, Zach Luna. Welcome. Hey, thanks so much for having me, guys. Uh, of course. Has it been a fun uh, week? Today, uh, it absolutely has. And yeah. today we're going back to Minute 95, which begins... With Marty asking what this weird time yarn is, um, <laughs> and uh, and ends with uh, the appearance of a wild Clara, yes, <laughs> and uh, and the beginning of a really really good piece of score. True. Yeah. 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 I actually, I wanted to bring up the score earlier this week, and I kept forgetting because we we had a lot of tangents this week. We sure did. Um, but. Uh, the the entire sequence, the entire action sequence of them stealing the train yeah. was done to the Back to the Future theme. Yeah, yeah. And what I thought was interesting about that is that we're three movies in at this point. Mm-hmm. We associate the Back to the Future theme with trying to go back in time or our heroes doing something heroic right. involving time or whatever. And, and granted their end game is to send themselves back to 1985, but right now they're just stealing a train and yeah. it's playing the back to the future theme. And what's interesting about it to me is that after three movies in a sequence where they're just stealing a train, you think that like you're you're like watching it and you could just put like old west music on it and it would just look like you're watching an old west movie. Yeah. But because you're playing the back to the future theme over it, it's a back to the future movie. Yeah. Even though nothing is happening that has anything to, do, to do with time traveling time or or, or, or science fiction yeah. or anything. Yeah. Like yeah. it's just play, two they guys this music over like Marty going to the 7-Eleven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like it's like two guys on horseback climbing onto the back of a of, of a of caboose the hard way, yeah. making their way down a train, robbing the like, you know, holding up the train stealing the train nothing's not nothing science fiction about anything that they did yeah the only thing that makes it feel like back to the future is back the back to the future theme and i think that that is incredible respect <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah that's great that's uh the power of well music i guess is the, the only yeah. The, the, yeah well the power yeah. of a great the theme. power of a great theme yeah that's what i was that's yeah what I was trying to say, but I couldn't remember the word. Right. <laughs> but like, yeah, that like you're, it, it, it gives you the feeling, you know, that, that, that tight control of your emotions is a thing that I think about a lot in terms of like film scores is that like, you know, the old classic, like film school, um, example, I'm sure this was like a Sergi Eisenstein th- th- thing or something where like, there's footage of a man walking around a corner and you play it with like, sad music you play with happy music and it like it changes your feelings towards the character that's the like small potatoes version this is the large Mm -hmm. potatoes version i guess i'll call that um where (laughs) 
the way you feel when you're talking about um, the movie that you love and the way you feel when you're like, uh, you know, oh, the playing the highlight reel in your mind of Back to the Future is the way you feel when you hear that music. And yeah. so you can you can now now that you've established that over the last, you know, six hours or however many of of film. Now you're at a point where you can have a scene and at will make people feel that way. You know, yeah. plug it in there and and it'll connect, uh, you know, even in, in a sort of blunt way, but it'll connect back to the rest of it. Uh, it's, exactly. It's magical. Yeah, it's yeah. a it's a big potato. It's a you know very what, big potato. You know, you know what franchise really knows how to drop those big potato moments are the James Bond movies. Mm-hmm. Oh, for sure. For sure. Yeah. Like well, when that, well, like when, but, when that fanfare the, comes on. Yeah. But yeah. the only the only thing that I will say, because you're you're totally right, but the mm. but the only difference between James Bond and this is that when they pull that theme, it's in like the most iconic secret agent moment of the whole movie. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Whereas this is like they're pulling like the time travel theme when they're like stealing a train and you're like, this has nothing to do with time travel yeah, or like, anything had, that we know about. I was going to say, imagine they had done the fanfare while they were doing all their stupid experiments to try and get the Lorian gas. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It would probably still work at this point. It would probably yeah. still get me all hyped for time travel. Faster body. Uh, yeah. Mm. We got to try it. Um, yeah, <laughs> it is interesting. I mean, uh, that they would place it earlier, but it... Uh, I, I love it. I, what if they yeah. had just played uh, 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 "Run Around" or what was it? What's the song called by ZZ Top? Backtracking, circle back. <laughs> yeah, Sir, uh, double back. Did double they back. ever get a ZZ Top track in here, uh, uh, like properly, like to give them some credit or no? No, just no. the just when they were playing uh, yeah. at the at the dance, they played a cover of their like a bluegrass cover of oh, their own song. Good. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. That's fun. Ah. Uh. Making movies is fun. Yeah. Or it should be. But yeah. It should be. <laughs> yes. If if it's not fun, you're doing it wrong. Right, exactly. Exactly. Uh, um Yeah, I, I but yeah, I do I love this piece that starts up here because this is basically like the beginning of what is, you know, like you know, this is this is week one of a three week sequence. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Oh boy. And this is like we're we're getting the the momentum going. I mean, physically mm-hmm. as well as uh, 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 tonally, uh, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then we're about to kick into it. It's fun. What do you guys think of these uh, these yarn things? I I ain't got never, nothing. Ain't got nothing yeah, against w- them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when I was a kid, I did not understand. Like, I I just I knew that they made the fire blow up, but. Yeah. And they made the train go faster, um, which, you know, I'm sure we'll talk a lot about next week and the week after. But but in general, I always thought I thought they looked weird. Like they just they look like yarn. And my 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 mom crocheted all the time. So she was constantly buying yarn. Right. And so when I would see this movie, I'd be like, oh, it's yarn. (laughs) It doesn't look sufficiently sci fi enough in the in the overall shape to be like, yeah. Yeah, so like I would remember, I'd remember as a kid like playing pretend with my little brothers 
And I would always like, use her yarn and pretend that it was these things to oh. make whatever oh, thing fun. we were in go faster, whether it was a car or I didn't know how cars worked. No, apparently, of course. But, yeah. But that's amazing. Yeah. No, I kind of had an opposite reaction. Whereas um, I had literally no memory of that moment in this movie until rewatching it this week. I have oh. no associations whatsoever with those doohickeys. I just, all I can remember is like, yeah, like, uh, you know, doc did some science stuff and made the train go fast. <laughs> and I, the image of pulling those logs out of the Delorean, you could have told me that was a deleted scene or something. And my brain would not have registered. I would have just been like, yeah, sure. That makes sense. Like that never registered to me as a moment. I was hmm. just like swept up in the train chase and then, oh, we got to go to the thing and Doc's talking and we're going like, I don't think I rem- ever saw Marty holding those <laughs> until this week, uh, which is crazy. I'm yeah. curious. I, that makes me curious. How do you rank the movies, Zach? How do I rank the movies? Um, I, uh, well, the, the, the problem is that growing up, we only had easy access to um, part one and part two because- I think it was during a move at some point, like somehow our VHSs got switched up and like the part three, I didn't have as easy access to. I think it was like over at like my older sister's apartment or something, whereas we had one and two more easily available. So I have a lot of memories of watching one and two over and over and over and over and over again, and very few memories of watching part three. Like that I think, is a yeah. really, that is a really dissatisfying watch. <laughs> I can always just go back. You can always just go back to, to the first one, which is my favorite. So well, but even, yeah. even the yeah. first one ends on a cliffhanger, yeah. technically. Yeah, and like, like a fun, I mean, like, it wasn't meant to happen. be. It was yeah. it was meant to be like, and the adventure continues right, kind of right, thing. Right, right, yeah. But, but, but this, like, knowing that there's a second one yeah. that continues the cliffhanger that they set up. Like the assumption would be. And then just be... like <laughs> totally like blue balling yourself and just <laughs> going back to the first movie. Yeah. But like, I, so because of that, like I, I, my, like my totally biased, like personal self opinion loves to much more than three, just by dint of how many times I saw it. But I think like in my, like uh slightly more academic sense brain, I think the, I think three is a bit more satisfyingly like, fun and light uh mm-hmm. and the through line is easier to track yeah there are um, parts mm-hmm. of two that are that just bum me out yeah yeah, yeah. like they're, it's just like weird like traumatic you know just like it's ugly dark and ugly things yeah mm-hmm. yeah it's a it, it makes your skin crawl a bit um but of course you know hoverboards and whatnot so of course too of course too you know ranks high in, in uh you know your estimation but like a lot of my like positive memories of two are very early in the movie you know like things like Mm -hmm. the introduction to the future is so much fun and the you know the the stuff in the cafe and the uh, Mm -hmm. the the cycling back to the 1950s stuff but like although like the futuristic like you know the the dark era with the tower and people waving revolvers around in your face like i I try to like skate past that in my fond memories of those films Um, like yeah go ahead go ahead I was just going to say, like, uh, one is basically perfect, you know, yep. in terms of, like, my my feelings towards it. Uh, and then, like, two is like, yeah, I had a lot of fun. But, like, I have so many gaps in my memory with three because it almost wasn't there. It was, like, a bonus that we occasionally got to see, like, every five years or something. I don't know. Wow. Yeah. I don't know. 
Interesting. Yeah. And what are you what are you guys rankings? I mean, is it like time to say them or have you like gone into it? Oh, yeah. No, I mean, we've said it over and over again. It's it's one. It's one, three, two for both of us. Okay. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Yeah. It's just funny that like if if I hadn't been missing three, I probably would be in that same boat automatically. Yeah, but it's well, like, yeah. Well, I mean, when you're a kid, you always prefer the second one because it's got yeah. the cool future stuff yeah. and it's got like the crazy revisiting of the first movie. Like it's yeah. it's yeah. a little more, um, you know, accessible or I don't well, know. Well, no, it's a little more out there. It's the opposite. It's okay. it's it's got more imagination, I think, than this one does. Yeah, I guess it, accessible. I meant like in like kid terms of like sure i like like i i remember as a kid like not thinking i didn't like westerns because i Mm -hmm. thought they were boring and they're not boring and obviously that like it's like like one of the american like cinematic forms but like when you're a kid and it's like well there's there's flying cars in the second one like come on yeah you know like that i mean i'm I'm pretty sure back to the future 2 is the first time i ever experienced an alternate universe yeah yeah totally in, in anything yeah like that entire concept was like dropped under your head that like oh oh, oh right you know the yeah. other worlds type of storytelling is um, do you nick do you remember experiencing like an alternate universe prior to back to the future 2 oh as a kid man <laughs> it's, it's it's i mean like uh, it's definitely it it's definitely the the first one that i use as like a template mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know like it's it's sort of the the definitive alternate universe i think right yeah at, right, at least right. on film i mean obviously obviously stuff happened before that i mean like you know you had the mirror mirror universe and star trek and sure yeah. Um, other other sci-fi shows played with the concept of a mirror universe, but I hadn't well, watched sure, that. Yeah, stuff. like it only came to that stuff after I'd seen mm-hmm. right. The future. This is like a gateway right. drug. Yeah, totally. Yeah, totally. yeah. Um, so, so as a kid, like just the crazy concepts and ideas and imagination mm-hmm. of the second one was more attractive. Yeah. Yeah. And now that you know we're older, we're like, oh, I mean. This is the superior. This is the movie they wanted to make. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Back to the Future Two was the homework that they had to make because they were <laughs> they were like, why were we stupid enough to put the girlfriend in the car? This is. <laughs> <laughs> no, why gotta... did we do that? <laughs> now we're gonna change the film landscape just so that we oh. can get to our western movie. And we're gonna then yeah. we're gonna have to double back and oh my god, oh, call no. ZZ Top oh. right now. <laughs> get them on the phone yeah yeah it's it's a very interesting pack of movies for sure uh oh yeah i mean it's so why we're doing the podcast obviously but like uh i i like you said like introducing concepts or like being a gateway to to other weirder things it's like sometimes the concept in the middle of the movie like i since watching these movies as a kid like i have often found like when i'm talking about a movie I get really amped for and people sit me down and be like, well, why are you more amped about this one than another one? Like even like, Oh, what Harry Potter book do you really like? Oh man. Like I love prisoner of Azkaban. Prisoner of Azkaban is great. And like, sometimes they'll sit me down and like, well, why are you so hyped about Looper right now, Zach? Why are you so hyped about prisoner of Azkaban? And I'll be like, Oh, right. There's time travel in it. Like time travel is such an interesting, like narrative concept to play with. And, mm-hmm. uh, I, and, and these movies made such an impression on me growing up. That like anything that like is brave enough to 
to try to play with time travel in an interesting way, I, I just have such respect for like almost automatically, even though it's really easy to do poorly. Well, but like the effort is something that I immediately respond to or like that. I'm like, yeah, you can do cool stuff with that. You can do interesting things. And, and, and that, that's a fun idea. So like, I, I often find myself like, Hey, if I'm getting too, why am I like, so like amped about this thing, like trying to sing his praises so much. I'll like check. I was like, Hmm, is there like, is there some time travel stuff in there? Oh yeah. Yeah, there is. Yeah. That, that's probably part of it. That's probably like the, mm-hmm. one of the, the things shining through there. Um, <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Um. So I want to, I want to talk about, so like, I don't, I don't understand. I don't know physics. I'm not, yeah. You know, I didn't take physics as a class. Like sure. I, I, I know basic physics, but like, and maybe this doesn't have anything to do with physics. I don't maybe. know. But like, I don't know. I can't wait to hear what it is. Yeah. What is, what is, what, what, what's the deal with the tire bumper? <laughs> Why do we, what, what is, what purpose does it serve? I think it's just so that the acceleration of the train doesn't like break up the, the, fancy back of the time machine you know but he wants to destroy the del- or, or or i guess oh i guess he needs to be gentle because they got to keep it together so yeah. that it doesn't like yeah. tear up the time circuits right. or they something can't start, like they can't start throwing beer bottles at it yet right okay right. that's later later so but like they did that like so that cow does- pusher if the cow pusher because it's such a rigid like inelastic collision you know it's such right. a hard surface like that would probably oh. just like crumple apart things and you know hurt oh. the back but you put a little tire buffer there and we can at least start uh, the movement softly and then I don't think up. I'd I don't think I'd ever intellectually process broken that down. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't think I'd ever intellectually processed what that thing in front of the train was for. <laughs> oh, the, the cow uh, pusher. Okay. <laughs> yeah. That is <laughs> That is horrifying. <laughs> Fine. I mean, when were you around trains growing up? You know? I I know, but well, a lot. I mean, there's trains everywhere. Yeah, um, yeah. I yeah, that's that's horrifying because pretty- it makes me think of. It actually makes me think of um, the movie we were talking about. Uh, uh, uh Snowpiercer. No, the uh, the train. Yeah, Snowpiercer. Snowpiercer. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Like piercing through the train, and I'm just imagining that being a cow and. Yeah, it's real rough. Yeah, I mean, it. I think it's it's official term. It's called a pilot. The thing in the front, the like angled thing in the front of the of the thing. But it's it's main thing is to deflect obstacles off the track, and like people call them, you know, uh, cow catchers or cow. It's, oh yeah. boy! <laughs> oh, Ugh. Ugh, yeah. boy! Yep, yep, yep. But That's so no anyway, it's a different time. Yeah, it yeah. it would it would lift up and separate the back of the car if they didn't. Mm-hmm you know, have something there, I assume is, is the mm-hmm. idea behind it. Um, but I like, I like that they, that doc is like, so, um, you know, uh, uh, resourceful that he uses the, the 1955 tires from the vehicle, from the car itself right. to build it. I love that little yeah. detail. I think, mm-hmm. but um, so, so how does it work? Is it, so it's the, it's the, he's got the boards, like the two by fours. Yeah. Building like a frame. Yeah, to hold them so they don't roll away. But like that, right? The, yeah. But like, isn't the DeLorean just hitting the frame? Like, oh. how is it hitting the tires? Or is it like a little rack that it's on? Yeah, I I thought I guess I always figured it was a little like rack type thing, and that like whatever the the 
contact point. No, no, it, it does look. I'm I'm clicking back to the minute now. It does look like there is a a wooden bar across the front of it. So like like maybe my entire <laughs> my entire reasoning is suspect at this point because <laughs> like would it be that gentle? Like it just looks like it just looks like a like a cheap box of tires. <laughs> cheap box of tires. Yeah, but cheap box of tires better than the like the metal like snowplow. Uh, uh, I guess so. Yeah. Well, okay. So I guess like if you if you angled the like that one firm wooden part so that it went in between the like I don't know what to call these like flared uh, like rocket doohickeys on the back of the DeLorean, but that like mm-hmm. just between those and the they're, bumper, uh, they're 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 uh, exhaust ports. Exhaust ports. Yeah. So just yeah. between the exhaust ports and the bumper, there would be a an indented section. So it would be fine if the the hard wooden part hits there because the exhaust ports are going to touch the tires and the bumper are going to touch the tires before that uh, makes hard contact. I would think. Okay, so this whole, maybe this whole thing, I mean, mm-hmm. it's not, I guess he would have had to like haphazardly throw this together. How yeah. long have they been parked here? I, I don't know. Because you know he, he would have had to build that like yeah. onto the thing. Yeah, yeah. Like, like hmm. maybe he had it mostly ready to go and he knew like oh i put like a lag bolt here and a lag bolt here and it'll be on in like five seconds but yeah yeah mm, i don't know maybe they've been here for like 20 some odd minutes yeah (laughs) while doc like cobbles this thing together and the engineers are still sprinting after them (laughs) from half a mile down the road uh, (laughs) shouting about their missing hat uh I don't know. Oh man. Oh god. He's still wearing that hat. Oh my god, Doc. He won <laughs> it on the adventure. He did. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's like it's phenomenal. Your link, you bust up some pots. You're not you're gonna keep what's in there. That's yours. You won it on the adventure. It doesn't matter whose pot it was before. That's uh, so silly. Yeah. <laughs> and he wears it. Well he sticks his head out the window like a dog. It's so fun. Yeah. Uh, Oh. We didn't even talk about them pulling their bandanas down in unison last minute. That's pretty oh, yeah. cool. Yeah, pretty that cool. That was pretty cool. Uh, well, uh, the 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 train uh, starts pushing the DeLorean along on the track. That moment of it, like that that like shot where it's like showing you sort of like a close up of the train inching closer and about to hit. Yeah. It it gives me this like a similar like anxious feeling that I got watching Whiplash. Yes. Oh, totally, totally. Because that, I'm like, just like I'm just like Ooh, like because you're just like gonna, waiting for it to hit. Yeah. But it's so slow. Uh, yeah. It's just so weird, like how where like tension and how you control tension in a film, like where that comes up. Like the, mm-hmm. I don't know. Ugh. Like there's some some scenes in movies where like. Maybe it's like a scene with a needle or something, and it's like the the most cringy part of the movie where other like other people get their like heads chopped off or something. Like sometimes there's a right. moment that like for whatever reason, it's so much deeper and weirdly in your spine and that. And I'm just I'm just nervous about time because it's a time travel movie. So like mm-hmm. to see it move so gosh darn slowly is like really mm-hmm. really really nerve wracking. Yeah. Ugh. But it gets going. That's fun. I'm sure they had a blast. Like, dude. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, let's get a real train. Why not? Why not? We'll push it with a train. <laughs> well, we'll put it down the tracks. And, you know, I'm sure you had to have the, you know, those like Mythbusters moments where they're always like hitting each other and like, let's just take a second to remember. 
I can't believe we're doing this for our job. Like that's how that day on set. Oh must yeah. Have been. Yeah. Like, Absolutely. Like, look at this time machine. We jury rigged out of a DeLorean that's on like tires that connect to the rail. And we've got a, an actual real locomotive here. And we've got Christopher mm-hmm. Lloyd in a, in a engineer cap hanging out the side of the window. Uh, let's get a crane up here so we can like get a good, get, get a good view of this. It's a beautiful thing. It's great. Yeah. And he's got the walkie talkies too from all the way at the beginning. Like it's nice. Mm-hmm. It's nice. Ah. Oh, and then uh and then Clara uh sees her boys. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Just starting to ride away and 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 now we'll get uh we'll get part 2 of uh our three-part sequence. Next I really week. like I really oh, like how she I really like how she pops into the frame at the last minute like that. Mhm. Yeah. Yeah. It's cool. No, it's really good, and it's just showing. Well, it's great to do it in the same frame because you yeah, see them go them out leaving. of the frame, yeah, and then she comes into the frame, and you know exactly how far behind she is. Uh, yeah, you, you like you're like, oh, she can totally catch up. Yeah, like it's, it's smart. Yeah. yeah, no, it's really good, and and I love it because we it adds a new wrinkle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, like just in time, because we already had the one wrinkle and now everything like of them having to steal the train and and they're late for it and the whole thing. And now, like, everything seems to be going smoothly and like everything's everything's good. And they're 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 heading toward, you know, inevitably getting to 1985. And then what happens is a wrinkle comes over the hill. Yeah. Ah. good it's good what direction do i root yeah 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 Uh, well and it's not it's not just exactly it's not just a wrinkle it's a wrinkle you root for yeah yeah like counter to like the momentum we're building and then it's going to continue to build next week oh man it's good it's good filmmaking you guys filmmaking it's fun stuff yeah oh boy (laughs) it's good good old 131 the 131st train in the world Uh, well, Zach, thanks so much for joining us this Absolutely. week. Absolutely. Thanks for having me, guys. It was a whole lot of fun. Uh, Absolutely. And, and don't uh, forget Nick, to check thank out you Spider-Man so much. Minute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was going to say, and Nick, thanks so much for joining us on Spider-Man Minute this week. That was, uh, that was, that was fun, too. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, I think this would definitely be a fun, like, back-to-back, like, uh, on your commute. If you've got, like, on the way to work, listen to one. On the way back, listen to the other. You know, you'll have yeah. uh, a, a matched pair of... A lot of, of uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, we've been talking a lot about uh, types of whiplash uh, uh-huh. this week, and uh, <laughs> yes. there's there there's another one. <laughs> yeah. no, a show whiplash. Yeah. Going from us talking about Spider Man to yeah. yeah, content, tone, physical, and yeah. uh, drumming whiplash. Those are yes. the four main food groups of which whiplash and uh, podcast whiplash. Thank you for for learning about all those groups with us this week, listeners. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so if you want to go check out our Patreon and get the No Roads edition, you know, we're reaching the end of this show. We've only got four weeks left after this. Uh, so, you know, you're going to want to, if you haven't signed up for our Patreon and, and checked out our No Roads, I mean, that's the only version of this show that's uh, continuing going forward. So, yeah. um, you know, be sure to check that out. Uh, you guys should also know, 
if you haven't already stopped listening um, <laughs> because we mentioned the Patreon, you're like, oh, the show's over and press stop. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, you should also know that we are trying to get our iTunes reviews up to 100. Mm-hmm. Uh and uh, we've already decided that one of the things that we're going to do in our hiatus as we go toward our series finale um, in late summer, uh, one of the things we're going to do is we're going to do a live reading of the shooting script of Back to the Future with our uh, cast members from Geek by Night, including Zach here oh. as uh, Marty McFly. hey That'll be fun. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks so much. Uh, research. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So they're all everybody. Everybody's going to be sort of like um, doing their own take on the character. Uh, Pascus to the show. Chris O'Connor is going to be playing Biff. Uh, Naomi Scott Wong. Tofty. Yeah. yeah. Well, Sc- yeah, I was going to say Scott Tofty is um, going to be playing uh, like some characters. I think Huey, the, Huey Lewis and the Huey Lewis, not and the news, just Huey, just Huey Lewis's Lewis. character uh, and and Strickland, um, I oh, believe, be is so who great. he's going to play. Oh. Yeah. And and as uh, as Nick alluded to, Naomi Wong will be playing uh, will be playing Doc Brown. Um, oh. so we're, we're going to do a gender bend cast on doc Brown. So that should be a lot of fun. So, so that's something that we're going to do, um, for sure. But if we get to a hundred iTunes reviews by the time that airs, uh, this summer, let's say, what, what do you, what do you say? Uh, June 15th, Nick, sure. does that sound like a good place? Yeah. Why not? So if we, if we get a hundred iTunes reviews by June 15th, and the reason that we want 100 iTunes reviews is because the show is ending, but our show is an evergreen show. So we want people to keep finding it and talking about it and talking about Back to the Future with us and everybody involved, all of our listeners. So we definitely want people to keep finding it and they'll keep finding it if we keep getting new iTunes reviews and we haven't gotten any we haven't gotten a lot. We've gotten like a hand, literally like a handful since we asked for iTunes reviews between uh, parts one and two. Mm-hmm. Um, so if we get to a hundred, we will not just do the shooting draft Our like everyone who's involved with the shooting draft will come back and we will do the 1967 draft of back to the future part two. Ooh, that will be so fun. Yeah. Ah. Uh, uh. So, uh, you know, we had a lot of, uh, you know, we had people talk about how much fun it would be to hear us like do a live reading with like a cast of that script. And, uh, I, I think it would be fun too. Um, so we're going to do the, the shooting script of the first movie. And then if we get to a hundred iTunes reviews, uh, we will do the 1967 draft. So, you know, leave some iTunes reviews if you haven't yet. And I will be, I can see your iTunes reviews if you're in another country, I have a I have an app uh, that allows me to see all of them, so I'll I'll be counting them total. Nice, not just American ones. Awesome. Um, so if you're in other countries and you're listening, you know, leave an iTunes review. If you thought like we're oh they're never going to see my my iTunes review, so I'm not going to leave it. Leave it because we'll I see them. I see everything. Yeah. I see everything. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, so so yeah. So go do that. And uh, Zach, thanks again. Absolutely, thanks for having me. And uh, absolutely, we'll see you guys. Yeah. All right. Have a good weekend. Everybody. I think Nick. I think Nick's more tired than I am. <laughs> <laughs> Enjoy your weekend. Bye. Bye. Bye, everybody. Bye.